Welcome to Jeff's Letters. This is an audio narration of Jeff Bezos's annual letter to shareholders. My name is Preet Anand, and I am your narrator. There's so much wisdom in these letters that they need to be as accessible as possible, and that's why I'm putting them on audio. This is a non-commercial effort, and my hope is that the 2020 letter Jeff narrates himself. Now, on to the letter. To our shareholders, Amazon.com passed many milestones in 1997. By year-end, we had served more than 1.5 million customers, yielding 838% revenue growth to $147.8 million. And we extended our market leadership despite aggressive competitive entry. But this is day one for the internet, and if we execute well, for Amazon.com. Today, online commerce saves customers money and precious time. Tomorrow, through personalization, online commerce will accelerate the very process of discovery. Amazon.com uses the internet to create real value for its customers and, by doing so, hopes to create an enduring franchise, even in established and large markets. We have a window of opportunity as larger players marshal the resources to pursue the online opportunity and as customers, new to purchasing online, are receptive to forming new relationships. The competitive landscape has continued to evolve at a fast pace. Many large players have moved online with credible offerings and have devoted substantial energy and resources to building awareness, traffic, and sales. Our goal is to move quickly to solidify and extend our current position while we begin to pursue the online commerce opportunities in other arenas. We see substantial opportunity in the large markets we are targeting. This strategy is not without risk. It requires serious investment and crisp execution against established franchise leaders. It's all about the long term. We believe that a fundamental measure of our success will be the shareholder value we create over the long term. This value will be a direct result of our ability to extend and solidify our current market leadership position. The stronger our market leadership, the more powerful our economic model. Market leadership can translate directly to higher revenue, higher profitability, greater capital velocity, and correspondingly stronger returns on invested capital. Our decisions have consistently reflected this focus. We first measure ourselves in terms of the metrics most indicative of our market leadership. Customer and revenue growth, the degree to which customers continue to purchase from us on a repeat basis, and the strength of our brand. We have invested and will continue to invest aggressively to expand and leverage our customer base, brand, and infrastructure as we move to establish an enduring franchise. Based off our emphasis on the long term, we may make decisions and weigh trade-offs differently than some companies. Accordingly, we want to share with you our fundamental management and decision-making approach so that you our shareholders may confirm that it is consistent with your investment philosophy. We will continue to focus relentlessly on our customers. We will continue to make investment decisions in light of long-term market leadership considerations rather than short-term profitability considerations or short-term Wall Street reactions. We will continue to measure our programs and the effectiveness of our investments analytically to jettison those that do not provide acceptable returns, and to step up our investment in those that work best. We will continue to learn from both our successes and our failures. 
We'll make bold rather than timid investment decisions where we see a sufficient probability of gaining market leadership advantages. Some of these investments will pay off, others will not, and we will have learned another valuable lesson in either case. When forced to choose between optimizing the appearance of our gap accounting and maximizing the present value of future cash flows, we'll take the cash flows. We will share our strategic thought processes with you when we make bold choices, to the extent competitive pressures allow, so that you may evaluate for yourselves whether we are making rational long-term leadership investments. We will work hard to spend wisely and maintain our lean culture. We understand the importance of continually reinforcing a cost-conscious culture, particularly in a business incurring net losses. We will balance our focus on growth with emphasis on long-term profitability and capital management. At this stage, we choose to prioritize growth because we believe that scale is central to achieving the potential of our business model. We will continue to focus on hiring and retaining versatile and talented employees and continue to weight their compensation to stock options rather than cash. We know our success will be largely affected by our ability to attract and retain in a motivated employee base each of whom must think like, and therefore must actually be, an owner. We aren't so bold as to claim that the above is the right investment philosophy, but it's ours. And we would be remiss if we weren't clear in the approach we have taken and will continue to take. With this foundation, we would like to turn to a review of our business focus, our progress in 1997, and our outlook for the future. Obsess over customers. From the beginning, our focus has been on offering our customers compelling value. We realized that the web was, and still is, the worldwide weight. Therefore, we set out to offer customers something they simply could not get any other way, and began serving them with books. We brought them much more selection than was possible in a physical store. Our store would now occupy six football fields, and presented it in a useful, easy-to-search, easy-to-browse format in the store open 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. We maintained a dogged focus on improving the shopping experience, and in 1997, substantially enhanced our store. We now offer customers gift certificates, one-click shopping, and vastly more reviews, content, browsing options, and recommendation features. We dramatically lowered prices, further increasing customer value. Word of mouth remains the most powerful customer acquisition tool we have, and we are grateful for the trust our customers have placed in us. Repeat purchases and word of mouth have continued to make Amazon.com the market leader in online bookselling. By many measures, Amazon.com came a long way in 1997. Sales grew from 15.7 million in 1996 to 147.8 million, an 838% increase. Cumulative customer accounts grew from 180,000 to 1.51 million. The percentage of orders from repeat customers grew from over 46% in the fourth quarter of 1996 to over 58% in the same period in 1997. In terms of audience reach per media metrics, our website went from a rank of 90th to within the top 20. We established long-term relationships with many important strategic partners, including America Online, Yahoo, Excite, Netscape, GeoCities, AltaVista, At Home, and Prodigy. Narrator's note, how many of those are still relevant today? The answer, with the possible exception of Yahoo, the answer is zero.
Infrastructure. During 1997, we worked hard to expand our business infrastructure to support these greatly increased traffic, sales, and service levels. Amazon.com's employee base grew from 158 to 614, and we significantly strengthened our management team. Distribution center capacity grew from 50,000 to 285,000 square feet, including a 70% expansion of our Seattle facilities and the launch of our second distribution center in Delaware in November. Inventories rose to over 200,000 titles at year-end, enabling us to improve our availability for our customers. Our cash and investment balances at year-end were $125 million, thanks to our initial public offering in May 1997 and our $75 million loan, affording us substantial strategic flexibility. Our employees. The past year's success is the product of a talented, smart, hardworking group, and I take pride in being a part of this team. Setting the bar high in our approach to hiring has been and will continue to be the single most important element of Amazon.com's success. It's not easy to work here. When I interview people, I tell them you can work long, hard, or smart, but at Amazon.com, you can't choose two out of three. But we are working to build something important, something that matters to our customers, something that we can all tell our grandchildren about. Such things aren't meant to be easy. We are incredibly fortunate to have this group of dedicated employees whose sacrifices and passion build Amazon.com. Goals for 1998. We are still in the early stages of learning how to bring new value to our customers through internet commerce and merchandising. Our goal remains to continue to solidify and extend our brand and customer base. This requires sustained investment in systems and infrastructure to support outstanding customer convenience, selection, and service while we grow. We are planning to add music to our product offering, and over time, we believe that other products may be prudent investments. We also believe there are significant opportunities to better serve our customers overseas, such as reducing delivery times and better tailoring the customer experience. To be certain, a big part of the challenge for us will lie not in finding new ways to expand our business but in prioritizing our investments. We now know vastly more about online commerce than when Amazon.com was founded, but we still have so much to learn. Though we are optimistic, we must remain vigilant and maintain a sense of urgency. The challenges and hurdles we will face to make our long-term vision for Amazon.com a reality are several. Aggressive, capable, well-funded competition. Considerable growth challenges and execution risk the risks of product and geographic expansion, and the need for large continuing investments to meet an expanding market opportunity. However, as we've long said, online bookselling and online commerce in general should prove to be a very large market. And it's likely that a number of companies will see significant benefit. We feel good about what we've done and even more excited about what we want to do. 1997 was indeed an incredible year. We at Amazon.com are grateful to our customers for their business and trust, to each other for our hard work, and to our shareholders for their support and encouragement. Jeffrey P. Bezos, Founder and Chief Executive Officer, Amazon.com, Inc. Jeff says that you get the investors you ask for. This original letter, the first annual letter from Amazon, makes that very clear, right? He tells you 
that they will make bold rather than timid investment decisions, that they believe that scale and market leadership is critical to their success, and so they prioritize growth over profitability, that they will continue to make decisions for the long term, not for the short term, and that when they have a chance of cash flows over gap accounting, they will take the cash flows. Jeff continues to refer back to this in each of his future letters. And so that consistency, that commitment to consistency, that gets him a lot of credibility. And further, a lot like Warren Buffett, documenting that this thought process and reinforcing it every year when he releases his latest letter, that only furthers that. And in turn, I think that's what earns trust from investors that seeing for over 20 years he has referred back to this letter and how they are going to run the business and that they have mostly run the business in that way, I think it makes investors more willing to bet and more willing to trust. And so I do truly think that he has gotten the investors that he asked for.